Hi everyone. Welcome to Midwife Monday. Um, thank you guys so much for like listening to these these Midwife Mondays. I think it's um, really super fun to do and I really appreciate when you're listening. Um, what would help us is if you would like or comment on any of these podcasts that we're doing or these lives that we're doing um, and share with your friends and family. That would be really awesome because we think you know, we're really trying to give lots of really good information that's universal, that people can use, that maybe they're not hearing at their other healthcare providers' offices. So um, we'd love it if you would share and comment and... Um, let us know if you have any questions. Yeah, let us know if you have any questions. And um, we did get a phone call this week of a topic that we are going to talk about, just not today, which was really um, appreciated. Somebody called and said, uh, you know, they, we want to talk about postpartum depression. And I think we're going to do that after Thanksgiving, before the uh, Christmas holiday, I think is a really good time to talk about postpartum depression. What we're going to talk about today is um, healthy eating during these holidays and how sometimes when we're around our families, they all have points of view about what you're eating when you're pregnant or breastfeeding. A big one that comes up, um, especially for our vegetarian or our vegan friends, is oh my gosh, you're not getting enough protein. Are you sure you're getting enough protein? I mean, don't you need more protein? Um, but our uh, vegetarian and vegan friends that eat a healthy diet know that they are getting plenty of protein, right? Um, you do not need to eat meat in order to get your protein quota for the day. Um, beans, nuts, seeds, tofu, um, those are all peas, quinoa, um, nut butters, those are all great ways to get protein um, and a variety of other foods. I just named just the first few that came popped into my head. So the first thing to remember is if you're enjoying your holidays with family members um, and they don't necessarily eat the way you eat and there's some pressure while you're pregnant that you're not getting enough protein, just make sure you're getting those nuts and beans and seeds and um, peas and things like that. Um, just make sure you know what your protein foods are and you absolutely do not need to eat meat during this holiday season in order to grow a healthy baby. Um, the other thing that family members may um, look at you sideways on are if you maybe have a sip of wine um, or a sip of champagne. Um, of course, we do not encourage you to be you know, tying one on during the holidays if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. More importantly, pregnant. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, because your body can tolerate a little bit more alcohol when you are breastfeeding. Not that you should be getting drunk or anything, but um, when you are pregnant, we know that a few ounces of an alcoholic beverage are okay during your pregnancy, especially in your, if you're in your second trimester or third trimester, particularly your third trimester. Um, they're okay. You can have a half a glass of wine. You can have a sip of champagne. Those things are okay. You can also have some caffeine that's okay. So after dinner, if you're enjoying a cup of coffee, you don't have to have decaf. You don't have to have herbal teas. If you want to enjoy a cup of coffee, it's okay. The evidence says that a cup of caffeinated beverage is fine and a couple of ounces of an alcoholic beverage are fine when you're pregnant. When you're breastfeeding, um, a lot of people want to know is when can I, can I enjoy alcohol during dinner? Um, yes, you can. Your blood alcohol is equal to your breast milk alcohol. So that means if you can drive a car, you can breastfeed your baby. You should not drive a car and breastfeed your baby at the same time, but you can certainly 
If you are able to get behind the wheel of a car, which you should never do if you're inebriated at all, there's no buzzed driving, none of that, but if you're feeling completely lucid and you feel confident that you could drive the vehicle, then you can confidently breastfeed your baby. The other time is nursing your baby while you're having an alcoholic beverage. That is fine because you don't, it doesn't go down your throat and straight into your breast milk, right? It goes down, you metabolize it, it gets processed, and then it shows up just like it does in your bloodstream. Likewise, it shows up in your breast milk. So if you are nursing your little one and having an alcoholic beverage at the same time, that's totally okay. Um, caffeine, while you're breastfeeding, it depends, very dependent on the child. Some people can totally have like a big old venti cup of coffee and their kid is not wired. Others can't even look at a cup of coffee, right? The sight of coffee wires their kids. So that's very personal. It just depends on how your body metabolizes it and how your baby responds to it. Um, so that one you have to use your personal judgment on, but it is safe to have some caffeine and some alcohol in either case. Um, the other component comes up with, should you be eating that? Um, are you still eating? So let's talk about the breastfeeding component. Those of you that have breastfed or are currently breastfeeding, I have a really funny story actually. I remember when my son was born, my first one, um, he was born at the end of August, so he was two months old, and we were at a family's um, house, and um, they were in-laws. They were not my family, but they were in-laws. And I had a two-month-old, and I was breastfeeding. And um, dinner was served, it was the day after Thanksgiving, so everybody like really wanted to eat something light, it was not heavy, because everybody was so full from the day before, except the nursing mother. And I remember I was being very polite, and dinner was served, like first they passed around bread, and I was like, oh no, I'll wait, you know, I just thought like, I didn't want to like gouge myself like right in the beginning of this meal, and embarrass myself, so I thought I would wait till like the main meal. And then what was served were these, it was lovely, but these, how I remember it, was like this little china cup and in it was basically hot water and like a little piece of fish and I just thought like maybe that was the beginning and so you know I ate that little cup of hot water and little piece of fish and I was starving I was absolutely starving and I kept looking politely trying not to be you know I was trying to be discreet looking into the kitchen to see like when the rest of the food was coming, but there was no more food coming. That was it, everyone was just having a light dinner and it was soup. We had to leave this event and actually my husband had to take me out and go get dinner because I was so ravenous <laughs> that um, uh, we had to go like get takeout or something because I was so hungry. So the truth is when you are breastfeeding, you have a tremendous appetite. Um, most women have a tremendous appetite and the majority do. And it is appropriate to eat. You are using up so many calories when you are breastfeeding. So we don't want you to restrict your diet. We want you to eat as much food as you need to eat. Um, but what you wanna do is you wanna start with healthy proteins. So proteins are your long lasting food. This also goes for pregnancy as well. Um, but most people are very socially, it's socially acceptable to eat a lot when you're pregnant because you know you're eating for two and all. But when you're breastfeeding is really when you're eating for two. I mean, you really need a large amount of calories to sustain, you know, your healthy body. So, but it's not as socially acceptable to eat as much when you are breastfeeding as when you are pregnant. So um, the rule of thumb when you're eating during the holidays is because there's lots of different foods being served. 
Um, you want to first partake in healthy proteins. That's going to fill you up and give you long-lasting energy. And then you're less inclined to fill up on simple carbs and sweets, right? You're less likely if you eat, assuming you are a meat eater, if you're partaking in turkey, you're, if you eat a bunch of turkey, you're less likely to eat a mound of that sugary, I'm Italian, so I don't make that like whatever sweet, that. Sweet potato pie. Yeah. Sweet potato, yeah, that's sweet, my husband's favorite. Like whatever those like. With the marshmallows. Yeah, that marshmallow <laughs> thing. I, yeah, I don't eat that thing. But whatever that is, enjoy it if you want it. But I would, I would do a little serving of that and a bigger serving of your protein and your green vegetables, right? So you want to be smart when you're eating and choose those healthy foods first. And then don't deny yourself these other sweets and your traditional foods that make you feel good. You can have those. Um, you're just going to be less likely to eat a whole mound of them if you've eaten these other foods. We have someone actually right now doing a prenatal visit who um, failed her glucose tolerance, right? She failed her three-hour glucose tolerance. And she's totally diet controlled and she's doing awesome. Her blood sugars are beautiful. And I actually just told her, don't worry about Thanksgiving. You know what? As long as your sugars are controlled, go ahead and enjoy just what I said. Enjoy your proteins, enjoy your vegetables, and then have some of those carbs and some of those sweets after dinner. And um, I told her not to poke her finger um, as long as it's just one event, right? She's, as long as your sugars are controlled, you can have a cheat day, right? It's okay. Um, so when you're pregnant, um, you can pretty much eat all those foods. Um, one thing that comes up is, um, I don't know, when I'm preparing Thanksgiving, because often I will host it at my home and I'm doing a lot of the cooking, I find that as I'm cooking through the day, I'm not eating, nor am I drinking enough water, because I'm cleaning up the house, I'm getting everything ready, I'm setting the table, I'm basting the turkey, I'm like doing all that stuff, and I'm not thinking to eat breakfast, because I know I'm going to have a big dinner, and I'm not drinking water. So really, really critical, you guys, even when you're out and you have multiple families to visit, make sure you have your water bottle with you. You're still going for about 90 ounces of water a day. So make sure you're getting your water. Make sure you're eating frequently before you partake in your holiday meal that evening, that you're eating breakfast, maybe a snack, that you're keeping your blood sugar stable through the day so that when you get to the Thanksgiving dinner table, you're not starving, saving yourself, and then you overindulge in these sweeter foods, right? So make sure you're eating frequently throughout the day just like you normally would, and then always go with those cleaner proteins and those green vegetables first, and then add on those carbies. And you can to totally have your um, pumpkin pie and your apple pie. Um, I think traditionally for Thanksgiving dinners, there aren't a lot of um, raw, foods served in a basic American kind of diet. Um, but you know, if there's like a antipast, I don't know how many, I mean, that's what I set up at my house. I do a whole antipast. I set it up with cheeses and meats and olives and very like Italian-y stuff. And you can have some of that, you know, goat cheese is okay and brie cheese is okay. Um, as long as these, and these maybe little meats and things like that, unless of course those foods are sitting outside in the sun because here in Southern California, we can maybe enjoy our Thanksgiving dinner outside. Um, you generally don't want to eat those things that are sitting out on a buffet table, possibly growing some bacteria, right? You might not want to eat those, but um, you certainly can have those things during your holidays and they're quite yummy and delicious. Um, so when you're breastfeeding, 
enjoy all the same things as you would when you were pregnant and then some because you're so hungry. So um, don't be too intimidated about getting that second serving of whatever protein it is that you're choosing to eat during your holiday. Get a second serving of those vegetables that you have at the table. Breastfeeding wise, you may not actually want a second serving of Brussels sprouts. Baby might not like that so much. Brussels sprouts are one of those particularly gassy foods for early breastfeeding moms. So um, if you eat a couple servings of Brussels sprouts, you might have a super gassy baby that night. Um, so, you know, have a couple of those little Brussels sprouts, but things that are really gassy foods that are served during the holidays, um, cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, kale, cabbage, um, those things you might want to eat a little bit in moderation, but I think a lot of traditional Thanksgiving meals revolve around like green beans. Um, we also do have the world's best gas uh, drops. Oh, we do Best. have awesome gas drops that one of our wonderful grandmas makes for I swear us. By um, and it's catnip and fennel in some glycerin, and it's really amazing. And shout out to Miss Cindy, who is our grandma that makes those for us. It's really, really awesome, and it works great. So we have them here if anybody wants it. I think it's like 10 or $15 for this bottle, and you just do a couple drops in the baby's mouth, and it works better than any... Um, gripe water or any other thing that's sold in the store, we find it to be like super duper effective. So we have that here if you guys want to have it on hand. For those little little ones, those six months and under are the ones that generally suffer from gas. Being passed around at the dinner table, the family's all there and you have this brand new baby. Um, lots of being passed around, maybe the baby's not napping as well, you're partaking in foods that you wouldn't normally eat large amounts of, can cause a super gassy infant at the end of your Thanksgiving holiday. So you might want to come in and stock up on that colic tonic that we have for babies. Um, but Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, kale, those are some gassy foods. Um, but green beans, corn, potatoes, those are all pretty benign foods. Um, there generally tends to be a lot of dairy, perhaps, in those very American dishes. Um, so maybe you bring to a party, if you're not doing any dairy, you make your own side dishes that you can eat if you're choosing to stay away from dairy um, for some babies that are really sensitive to some of that dairy. So there's that. Um, another thing that comes up is uh, food poisoning, right? We're traveling, lots of cooking, maybe turkey isn't cooked as well, I don't know. I mean, but it's not uncommon to get some food poisoning here and there during Thanksgiving. So if you are pregnant um, and you find yourself home that night and you're just barfing, which is a big fat bummer, um, you could take a Benadryl. Benadryl will stop that nausea um, and at least keep you from getting too dehydrated. The biggest issue with any kind of foodborne illness, um, besides some of the really more serious stuff like listeriosis, we're talking about just general bad food, um, is dehydration, lots of vomiting, diarrhea. So you just want to think about just staying hydrated and sometimes taking a Benadryl would be really helpful at mitigating um, the loss of all those fluids from vomiting and things like that. And it's safe for when you're breastfeeding. And it is actually, it's actually safe for when you're breastfeeding. You're not doing Benadryl repeatedly. And actually I was just at a conference um, with Thomas Hale um, who wrote a book called Breastfeeding and Mother's Milk. So basically he talks about every medication and how it metabolizes in the body and how it affects breastfeeding. And as a lactation consultant, we always tell people, don't have Sudafed, don't have Benadryl, it will decrease your milk supply. 
And Thomas Hale actually says that is not true, which is interesting. I believe him because he's very smart and he does a lot of research and he knows more than I know for sure. Um, I don't want to test his theory, but I do know that if you take it once or twice, it is not going to ruin your, your milk supply. So just know that if there is an instance where you need to take something like that, it is not going to just like your milk supply won't dry up. He says you could take it on a somewhat regular basis. I don't encourage you to do that um, and that there is no effect, but certainly a one-shot deal, you could take that Benadryl and it will keep you out of the ER at least and at least get you to the next day where you can start sipping some water. That happened a few years ago. We had like three of our mamas were all friends and they all had Thanksgiving together and they all got sick. Um, two of them took the Benadryl, one of them went to the hospital. And I could tell you the two that took the Benadryl were far better off than the one that went to the ER because it is not uncommon to go to the ER on a holiday and you're sitting in that waiting room and you're waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, but use your discretion. I, of course, want you to go to the hospital if you need to. Um, I'm just talking as a general rule um, that that would work. So a couple of takeaways from this. Fill up on protein first. Eat your green vegetables second. Then enjoy your carbohydrates and your sweets, okay? Either pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, alcohol, it is okay to have a little bit of wine, have a little bit of champagne while you are breastfeeding and while you are pregnant. First trimester pregnancy, I would stay away from alcohol in general. Um, you're probably not really feeling it, but you know, I mean, if you took a little sip, it's not gonna be the end of the world. Um, but certainly third trimester pregnancy, your baby's fully full in there, fully grown in there. I am not encouraging you to drink a half a bottle of wine. I am not encouraging you to drink a full bottle of wine. I'm saying half a glass, you're fine, right? Everything in moderation. Um, and also while you're breastfeeding, the takeaways, remember your blood alcohol is equal to your breast milk alcohol. If you feel safe that you would get in the car and drive with your littles in the car, and you feel confident that you are not inebriated in any way, then you can certainly breastfeed your baby. If you choose to drink more than you plan, I don't know, you'd say you decide to have a couple of glasses of wine or some other alcoholic beverage, and you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm a little bit drunk and I can't drive a car. Obviously don't drive a car, but you do not need to pump and dump. That's a misnomer. A lot of people think that they have to get the alcohol out of their breast milk in order to, in an hour or two, to breastfeed the baby. That's not how it works. It's just like if you're drunk, you don't have to bloodlet in order to get the alcohol out of your bloodstream, right? It's the same thing with your breast milk. It will metabolize, and as soon as you feel that you are no longer under the influence of alcohol, it is safe to breastfeed. So you don't have to pump it and dump it, right? You just have to wait a little bit of time until you feel like your blood alcohol level is stable, and then you can breastfeed your baby. Um, so those are your big takeaways. And the other thing that may come up for some people, um, I know this was, I, um, those of you that actually know me personally know that I, um, many of you know that I breastfed my children for a really long time. And it's awesome. I think it's great. Um, it's also great if you're not breastfeeding your kid. I mean, whatever you're doing is awesome and we just love what you're doing as long as you're making informed decisions. But if you're sitting at your Thanksgiving table and you're nursing your two-year-old, and your family goes, oh my gosh, you're still doing that? Um, when are you going to stop doing that? That's so weird. I can't believe you're still doing that. Um, they can talk. If they can talk, they don't need to breastfeed. Um, it, it, none of that's true. Okay? You just breastfeed your baby as long as you want to breastfeed your baby. 
We know that breast milk never goes bad. We know that breast milk is not just about feeding your baby. We know that breastfeeding has so many benefits that go beyond nutrition. And especially if you're visiting lots of family members and <clears throat> excuse me, your toddler is really out of sorts because everybody is like looking at them and wanting to hold them and you know, really overwhelming, that toddler might really just need to curl up onto your lap, get wrapped in some kind of baby carrier and be nursed because they're a bit overwhelmed and we encourage you to do that. We think it is a great way to decompress with that toddler so it's helpful for everyone. If the people around you are uncomfortable with you breastfeeding your toddler, there are a number of ways to handle that. I personally would ask them to leave the room if they were uncomfortable. Some people may feel um, like they would just rather leave the room. It just depends on your family dynamic. Um, or maybe use it as an opportunity to speak lovingly to your family members and do some education about the benefits of breastfeeding a toddler. Um, but we encourage you um, to continue to do what is your normal routine. And we just want you to know we hear you and we know that it can be really challenging to be among family members that maybe don't know much about breastfeeding and for there to be a lot of um, shaming about those of us that choose to breastfeed past the age of one, breastfeed past the age of two, or three, or four. Um, so I just want you to know I hear you. And if you wanna talk about that personally, please feel free to give me a call here at the birth center. We could talk about some language that might be helpful for you to use. Um, um, and just, yeah, we hear you. And it, it's really challenging. The holidays can be really challenging when we choose to parent different than our other family members. We might choose to discipline differently. We talk to our children differently and um, be gentle on yourself and just remember to be authentic to you and your family. And um, find those people that you know that you can relate to, that parent like you and breastfeed like you. Maybe start a... Um, a group chat on on your phone or something texting and say oh my gosh I'm with my family and they're giving me such a hard time remind me that this is okay right maybe you need to set up some kind of buddy system because it can be really intense during the holidays when we're encountering different family members and different parenting styles um, and we want to keep the peace and we want to love everybody and we want to be able to get along and we want our children to enjoy family members um, but it can be really intimidating for some of us so we hear you and we respect you and um, give us a call if there's anything that we can do to help. So remember, you can have a little bit of alcohol, you can drink your coffee, you can have your protein. No, you do not need to eat meat in order to grow a healthy baby inside your body. You can have a perfectly vegan diet, you can have a vegetarian diet, and you can eat all foods. It is up to you, just make sure you're choosing your proteins wisely. If you're going for about 90 grams of protein in your day, then choose your green vegetables then partake in your carbs and your sweet desserts. Um, and remember to take a deep breath. And um, there you have it. I hope everybody has a lovely holiday. We will do a Midwife Monday next week, the Monday before Thanksgiving. So if there's anything that you want to talk about that's pertinent to the holiday, please feel free to email us, um, comment here on our Facebook page, check us out on Instagram, comment on Instagram, share our podcast, listen to us on SoundCloud and whatever other things that we do. And um, thanks all for um, joining us on Midwife Monday. Have a great day.